Welcome to St. James Lutheran Church and School right here in the heart of Chicago. I pray that you find hope and peace in the message of Christ and Him crucified for you in your life right now. Thank you for listening. And please, if you'd like to support the mission going on right here, uh, please go to our webpage, stjames-lutheran.org to donate. Thank you. Have no fear, little flock. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Sounds like a lullaby, doesn't it? Have no fear, little flock. You ever have when you were just a little person like one of these little guys here? You ever have a time when it was dark out and there was lightning and you are scared and mom comes in? Put your arms around and sings you a little lullaby, says some words, and you felt fine afterwards. We thank moms today for that, and dads do this. Have no fear, little flock. Do you remember when you felt little like that? And that knowing Mom and dad are there. You felt like you could do anything. I got to say these words not to a little person like I was, but to this 96-year-old German Frida, a little person now bent over, living in Paulina in a little house, in between two towering new structures. And I got to tell her she worried about today and tomorrow and waited for her kids to come once a month with groceries totally dependent. Have no fear, little flock, for it's the Father's great pleasure to give you, Frida, the kingdom. And the Frida would tell me the story of where she came from, and she says this about every other visit, but she came from a little village in Poland. Poland, famously, never really was a country. It was always people, and there were German pockets here and there and the Polish, but they were just a little group stuck between two major powers constantly going through their property, whether it was the Russians coming through and grabbing the Polish people or it was the Germans coming through. They were learning Russian, then they were learning German. Just little farmers, pawns in the game of four, five hundred, six hundred years of back and forth of bigger powers. Frida knew what it felt like to be little as she was finally forced out after World War II, pushed into Bavaria, and then finally the U.S., and finally her little house in between two looming big structures. Have no fear, little flock. For it's the Father's great pleasure to give you the kingdom. Do you ever feel little? 
I'll bet you the Palestinians did. I'll bet you that the people Jesus was talking to did. His disciples, little people, Israel, in between two superpowers, in between Rome all all together, just kind of owned them, and they were just kind of pushed back and forth, first the Persians, then the Babylonians, then the Greeks, and now the Romans, just little people, this tiny little nation. Have no fear, little flock. He looks at them, these poor, hurting, dependent people just looking for hope. He says to them, have no fear, little flock. Our Thursday Bible study, we uh, were talking about this and, um, and this beautiful phrase that sounds like a lullaby. And uh, uh, on our Zoom, 7 o'clock, 7 a.m. Thursday Zoom, come and join us. And uh, one of us said that it's such a beautiful little phrase, little flock. It sounds pastoral. It sounds cute, right, and comforting. And Jesus is using sort of language that, uh, you know, like sheep, and, and, et cetera, and just... Um, just quaint. But, but as we were talking about it, it just dawned on me that, no, no, I think this is insulting. This is not just some kind of cute little poetic imagery. Little flock. Think about it. Are you a little flock? We don't like that. Ever since we were young, ever since we were young on our mother's lap, we want to be big. We want to be in charge. We want to be competent. We want to be like our brother. We want to be like our dad. We want to be like our mom. Independent and strong. Living in the big house, looking over the little one. And happy because we've earned it. I just recently got into Breaking Bad. Who's watching Breaking Bad? I know it's late. It's not as good as Mad Men. Mad Men's the best. Maybe Sopranos. Breaking Bad's pretty good, though. <laughs> don't, if you can't handle constant tension, don't watch it. But in Breaking Bad, they, they brilliantly, it's, it really is a brilliant uh, TV series. But it's about this fellow, Walter White, who is little and he feels little and weak. Got a PhD, but never really made it like the other people did. He's jealous of friends that created a large company. He's working at a high school as a teacher. His wife pushes him around. His brother-in-law, who's this strong cop figure, pushes him around. He just seems weaselly until he discovers, after getting diagnosed with cancer, this sort of new, uh, what do you call it, self-esteem And now he's addicted to it. And not just for the money, but he's addicted to the power and the might that he has. The authority and the fear that other people have of him. It's a good story about you. Little. Who are you calling little Jesus? I'm strong. I'm big. I can handle things myself. Until I can't. Jesus is not using cute language. He's calling you little because you are tiny. In fact, in the Greek, 
The Greek word is micron. How's that make you feel? You little, you micro flock, micron. Because we are, as Carl Sagan points out, the atheist scientist makes it really clear, you're just a speck. You don't need God to tell us this. And I'll bet some of you have been in situations where you found out how little you are. Whether it's a health scare that came out of nowhere. You work, you work well, you eat well, you do all the right things. Boom! And you can't do anything about it. You ever been in that situation where you're in a, you're in a place or, or a circumstance and you can't change it plain as simple as day or as you look at your own mother on the hospital bed? And there is nothing you can do about it. And you feel this big. Or maybe it is sin. And you can't get away from it. You did it and you are guilty and you can't blame someone else. It doesn't work. And you feel about this big. Barely able to pick your head up and look at someone in the eye. If you've never felt this little, you will. Unseen, incapable, totally dependent, Frida. And when you do experience that, you will finally hear Jesus say, have no fear, little flock and you will get it. In your sins, have no fear, little flock, for it's the Father's pleasure. Yes, I know who you are. I see you, no matter how small you feel, and I forgive you, and I will raise you up. It is your Father's goodwill, little, tiny, insignificant, helpless, baby in bad some Frida in between two big houses. It's your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom and he's talking to you. But it's only when you feel little and see the reality of how small you are that you'll hear it. And Jesus knows what he's saying. It's why he became Not a strong man when God came into the world, but a little baby. He knows what it's like to be unseen and to feel insignificant as he hung around with just the working class of Israel, as he walked from town to town, and the big boys rejected him, so he hung out with a centurion widow who was very little as she worried about her daughter that was dying. Or the woman at the well who wanted to be unseen because she was married a scandalous life. He saw her. Jesus knows what it's like to be little. He sees you when you feel unseen. Most especially on the cross, he becomes nothing as he literally experiences God not seeing him. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why? So that you would be seen. On the cross, taking our place, taking all of our sins, 
putting them down, burying them forever, and rising again. And the church is called to come out and look for little people only, unseen people only, weak and desperate people only, and to find them and to tell them, have no fear, little flock, just like you were told that. And given, like we gave little Ben Ratliff, whole family was baptized Friday, dad and three boys, and Ben is the tiniest. And that day, little Ben, what does he know? Doesn't know all the theology, doesn't know all these things. But Jesus said to him in the waters of baptism, have no fear, little Ben. It's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. And friends, this uh, this week here, I want you to think about knowing that God provides everything the mundane stuff, let alone salvation and eternal life, I really want you to think about this powerful message that unseen or people who feel like they're not seen or feel so small like you know how that feels, they need that gospel. And because we've been freed of our worries about tomorrow, God provides, I ask you to, we ask you, this congregation asks one another to make a commitment. That's what we're talking about next week a commitment to regular giving so that people hear this good news. People that feel misplaced, dysfunctional, not seen, sinners like you may hear this same gospel. Pray about that. Pray about that and think about the freedom you have in Christ. You've been freed of worry about tomorrow so that you can be generous, and not just here, but right at home. Maybe tell someone right at home, (laughs) fear not, little flock. Maybe someone right next to you needs to hear this good news, let alone the bigger stuff that we do through the church. What about your neighbor? I'll bet you know someone right now who feels very little. Have no fear, little flock. It's the Father's great pleasure to give even little old you the kingdom. In the name of Jesus, amen.